Canto 10. Purgatory, the first ring, pride, instances of humility, and the expiation of pride. When we had crossed the threshold of the door which the perverted love of souls disuses because it makes the crooked way seem straight, re-echoing I heard it closed again. And if I had turned back mine eyes upon it, what for my failing had been fit excuse? We mounted upward through a rifted rock which undulated to this side and that, even as a wave receding and advancing. Here it behooves us use a little art, began my leader, to adapt ourselves, now here, now there, to the receding side. And this our footsteps so infrequent made, that sooner had the moon's decreasing disk regained its bed to sink again to rest than we were forth from out that needle's eye. But when we free and in the open were, there were the mountain backward piles itself, I wearied out, and both of us uncertain about our way, we stopped upon a plain more desolate than roads across the deserts. From where its margin borders on the void, to foot of the high bank that ever rises, a human body three times told would measure. And far as I of mine could wing its flight, now on the left and on the right flank now, the same this cornice did appear to me. Thereon our feet had not been moved as yet, when I perceived the embankment round about, which all right of ascent had interdicted, to be of marble white, and so adorned with sculptures that not only Polycletus but nature's self had there been put to shame. The angel who came down to earth with tidings of peace, that had been wept for many a year, and opened heaven from its long interdict, in front of us appeared so truthfully there sculptured in a gracious attitude, he did not seem an image that is silent. One would have sworn that he was saying, Ave, for she was there in effigy portrayed, who turned the key to ope the exalted love and in her mien this language had impressed Ecce Anchiladei as distinctly as any figure stamps itself in wax. Keep not thy mind upon one place alone, the gentle master said, who had me standing upon that side where people have their hearts, whereat I moved mine eyes, and I beheld in rear of Mary, and upon that side where he was standing who conducted me, another story on the rock imposed. Wherefore I passed Virgilius and drew near, so that before mine eyes it might be set." There sculptured in the selfsame marble were the cart and oxen, drawing the holy ark, wherefore one dreads an office not appointed. People appeared in front, and all of them, in seven choirs divided, of two senses, made one say, No, the other, Yes, they sing. Likewise unto the smoke of the frankincense which there was imaged forth, the eyes and nose were in the yes and no discordant made. Proceeded there the vessel Benedite, dancing with girded loins, the humble psalmist, and more and less than king was he in this. Opposite, represented at the window of a great palace, Mikael looked upon him, even as a woman scornful and afflicted. I moved my feet from where I had been standing, to examine near at hand another story which, after Mikael, glimmered white upon me. There the high glory of the Roman prince was chronicled, whose great beneficence moved Gregory to his great victory. Tis of the emperor Trajan I am speaking, and a poor widow at his bridal stood, in attitude of weeping and of grief. Around about him seemed it thronged and full of cavaliers, and the eagles and the gold above them visibly in the wind were moving. The wretched woman in the midst of these seemed to be saying, Give me vengeance, Lord, for my dead son, for whom my heart is breaking. And he to answer her, Now wait until I shall return. And she, My Lord, like one in whom grief is impatient, shouldst thou not return? And he, Who shall be where I am, will give it thee. And she, Good deed of others would boots it thee, if thou neglect thine own. Whence he, Now comfort thee, for it behooves me that I discharge my duty ere I move. Justice so wills, and pity doth retain me. He who on no new thing has ever looked was the creator of this visible language, novel to us, for here it is not found. While I delighted me in contemplating the images of such humility, and dear to look on for their maker's sake, behold upon this side, but rare they make their steps, the poet murmured. Many people, these will direct us to the lofty stairs. 
Mine eyes, that in beholding were intent to see new things, of which they curious are, in turning round towards him were not slow. But still I wish not, reader, thou shouldst swerve from thy good purposes, because thou hearest how God ordaineth that the debt be paid. Attend not to the fashion of the torment. Think of what follows. Think that, at the worst, it cannot reach beyond the mighty sentence. Master, began I, that which I behold moving towards us seems to me not persons, and what I know not, so in sight I waver. And he to me, the grievous quality of this their torment bows them so to earth, that my own eyes at first contended with it. But look there fixedly, and disentangle by sight what cometh underneath those stones. Already canst thou see how each is stricken. O ye proud Christians, wretched, weary ones, who, in the vision of the mind and firm, confidence have in your backsliding steps, do ye not comprehend that we are worms, born to bring forth the angelic butterfly that flieth unto judgment without screen? Why floats aloft your spirit high in air? Like are ye unto insects underdeveloped, even as the worm in whom formation fails. As to sustain a ceiling or a roof in place of corbel, oftentimes a figure is seen to join its knees unto its breast, which makes of the unreal, real anguish arise in him who sees it. Fashion thus beheld I those when I had taken good heed. True is it, they were more or less bent down, according as they more or less were laden, and he who had most patience in his looks, weeping did seem to say, I can no more. Canto 11 the Lord's Prayer, and the Proud. Our Father, Thou who dwellest in the heavens, not circumscribed, but from the greater love Thou bearest to the first effects on high, praise be Thy name and Thine omnipotence by every creature, as befitting is to render thanks to Thy sweet effluence. Come unto us the peace of Thy dominion, for unto it we cannot of ourselves, if it come not, with all our intellect. Even as Thine own angels of their will make sacrifice to Thee, Hosanna singing, so may all men make sacrifice of theirs. Give unto us this day our daily manna, withouten which, in this rough wilderness, backward goes he who toils most to advance. And even as we the trespass we have suffered, pardon in one another, pardon thou benignly, and regard not our desert. Our virtue, which is easily overcome, put not to proof with the old adversary, but thou from him who spurs it so, deliver. This last petition verily, dear Lord, not for ourselves is made, who heed it not, but for their sake who have remained behind us. Thus for themselves and us good furtherance those shades imploring went beneath a weight like unto that of which we sometimes dream, unequally in anguish round and round and weary all upon that foremost cornice, purging away the smoke-stains of the world. If their good words are always said for us, what may not here be said and done for them by those who have a good root to their will? Well may we help them wash away the marks that hence they carried, so that clean and light they may ascend unto the starry wheels. Ah, so may pity and justice you disburden soon, that ye may have power to move the wing that shall uplift you after your desire. Show us on which hand toward the stairs the way is shortest, and if more than one the passes, point us out that which least abruptly falls. For he who cometh with me, through the burden of Adam's flesh wherewith he is invested, against his will is chary of his climbing. The words of theirs which they returned to those that he whom I was following had spoken, it was not manifest from whom they came, but it was said, To the right hand come with us along the bank, and ye shall find a pass possible for living person to ascend. And were I not impeded by the stone which this proud neck of mine doth subjugate, whence I am forced to hold my visage down, him who still lives and does not name himself would I regard to see if I may know him, and make him piteous unto this burden. A Latin was I, and born of a great Tuscan. Guglielmo Aldo Brandeschi was my father. I know not if his name were ever with you. The ancient blood and deeds of gallantry of my progenitors so arrogant made me, that, thinking not upon the common mother, all men I held in scorn, to such extent I died therefore, as know the Sienese, and every child in Campagnatico. I am Umberto, and not to me alone has pride done harm, but all my kith and kin has with it dragged into adversity. And here must I this burden bear for it, till God be satisfied, since I did not among the living, here among the dead. 
Listening, I downward bent my countenance, and one of them, not this one who was speaking, twisted himself beneath the weight that cramps him, and looked at me, and knew me, and called out, keeping his eyes laboriously fixed on me, who all bowed down was going with them. Oh, asked I him, art thou not Oderisi, Agobio's honor, and honor of that art which is in Paris called illuminating? Brother, said he, more laughing are the leaves touched by the brush of Franco Bolognese, all his the honor now, and mine in part. In sooth I had not been so courteous while I was living, for the great desire of excellence on which my heart was bent. Here of such pride is paid the forfeiture, and yet I should not be here, were it not that, having power to sin, I turn to God. O thou vainglory of the human powers, how little green upon thy summit lingers, if be not followed by an age of grossness. In painting Cimabue thought that he should hold the field, now Giotto has the cry, so that the other's fame is growing dim. So has one Guido from the other taken the glory of our tongue, and he perchance is born, who from the nest shall chase them both. Naught is this mundane rumor but a breath of wind that comes now this way and now that, and changes name, because it changes side. What fame shalt thou have more, if old peel off from thee thy flesh, than if thou hadst been dead before thou left the papo and the dindi, ere pass a thousand years, which is a shorter space to the etern than twinkling of an eye unto the circle that in heaven wheels slowest. With him who takes so little of the road in front of me, all Tuscany resounded, and now he scarce is lisped of in Siena, where he was lord, what time was overthrown the Florentine delirium, that superb was at that day as now tis prostitute. Your reputation is the color of grass which comes and goes, and that discolors it by which it issues green from out the earth. And I, thy true speech fills my heart with good humility, and great tumor thou assuagest, but who is he of whom just now thou spakest? That, he replied, is Provenzan Salvani, and he is here because he had presumed to bring Siena all into his hands. He has gone thus, and goeth without rest ere since he died. Such money renders back in payment he who is on earth too daring. And I, if every spirit who awaits the verge of life before that he repent remains below there and ascends not hither, unless good horizon shall him bestead until as much time as he live be past, how was the coming granted him in largesse? When he in greatest splendor lived, said he, freely upon the campo of Siena, all shame being laid aside, he placed himself, and there to draw his friend from the duress which in the prison house of Charles he suffered, he brought himself to tremble in each vein. I say no more, and know that I speak darkly. Yet little time shall pass before thy neighbors will so demean themselves that thou canst gloss it. This action has released him from those confines. Canto 12 Instances of Punished Pride and the Angel of Humility Abreast like oxen going in a yoke, I with that heavy-laden soul went on as long as the sweet pedagogue permitted. But when he said, Leave him, and onward pass, for here tis good that with the sail and oars as much as may be, each push on his bark. Upright, as walking wills it, I redressed my person, notwithstanding that my thoughts remained within me downcast and abashed. I had moved on and followed willingly the footsteps of my master, and we both already showed how light of foot we were, when unto me he said, Cast down thine eyes, t'were well for thee to alleviate the way, to look upon the bed beneath thy feet. As that some memory may exist of them, above the buried dead their tombs in earth bear sculptured on them what they were before, whence often there we weep for them afresh, from pricking of remembrance, which alone to the compassionate doth set its spur, so saw I there, but of a better semblance, in point of artifice, with figures covered where'er his pathway from the mount projects. I saw that one who was created noble, more than all other creatures, down from heaven flaming with lightnings fall upon one side. I saw Briarius smitten by the dart celestial, lying on the other side, heavy upon the earth by mortal frost. I saw Thimbraeus, Pallas saw, and Mars, still clad in armor round about their father, gaze at the scattered members of the giants. I saw at foot of his great labor Nimrod, as if bewildered, looking at the people who had been proud with him in Senar. 
O Niobe, with what afflicted eyes thee I beheld upon the pathway traced between thy seven and seven children slain. O Saul, how fallen upon thy proper sword didst thou appear there lifeless in Gilboa, that felt thereafter neither rain nor dew. O mad Arachne, so I thee beheld, even then half spider, sat upon the shreds of fabric wrought an evil hour for thee. O Rehoboam, no more seems to threaten thine image there, but full of consternation a chariot bears it off, where none pursues. Displayed, moreover, the adamantine pavement, how unto his own mother made Alcmaon costly bear the luckless ornament. Displayed how his own sons did throw themselves upon Sennacherib within the temple, and how, he being dead, they left him there. Displayed the ruin and the cruel carnage that Tamyris wrought, when she to Cyrus said, Blood didst thou thirst for, and with blood I glut thee. Displayed how routed fled the Assyrians after that Holofernes had been slain, and likewise the remainder of that slaughter. I saw there Troy in ashes and in caverns. O Ilion, thee how abject and debased displayed the image that is there discerned. Whoe'er of pencil master was or style that could portray the shades and traits which there would cause each subtle genius to admire. Dead seemed the dead, the living seemed alive. Better than I saw not who saw the truth, all that I trod while bowed I went. Now wax ye proud, and on with looks uplifted, ye sons of Eve, and bow not down your faces, so that ye may behold your evil ways. More of the mount by us was now encompassed, and far more spent the circuit of the sun than had the mind preoccupied imagined, when he, whoever watchful in advance, was going on, began, Lift up thy head, tis no more time to go thus meditating. Lo, there an angel who is making haste to come towards us. Lo, returning is from service of the day the sixth handmaiden. With reverence thine acts and looks adorn, so that he may delight to speed us upward. Think that this day will never dawn again. I was familiar with his admonition never to lose no time, so on this theme he could not unto me speak covertly. Towards us came the being beautiful, vested in white, and in his countenance such as appears the tremulous morning star. His arms he opened, and opened then his wings. Come, said he, near at hand there are the steps, and easy from henceforth is the ascent. At this announcement few are they who come. O human creatures born to soar aloft, why fall ye thus before a little wind? He led us on to where the rock was cleft, there smote upon my forehead with his wings, then a safe passage promised unto me. As on the right hand, to ascent the mount, where seated is the church that lordeth o'er the well-guided, above Rubiconte, the bold abruptress of the ascent is broken by stairways that were made there in the age when still safe were the ledger and the stave, even thus attempered is the bank which falls sheer downward from the second circle there, but on this side and that the high rock graze. As we were turning thitherward, our persons, Beati paupere spiritu, voices sang in such wise that speech could tell it not. Ah me, how different are these entrances from the infernal! For with anthems here one enters, and below with wild laments. We now were hunting up the sacred stairs, and it appeared to me by far more easy than on the plain it had appeared before. Whence I? My master, say, what heavy thing had been uplifted from me, so that hardly aught of fatigue is felt by me in walking? He answered, When the peas which have remained still on thy face, almost obliterate shall wholly as the first is, be erased. Thy feet will be so vanquished by good will, that not alone shall they not feel fatigue, but urging up will be to them delight. Then did I, even as they do, who are going with something on the head to them unknown, unless the signs of others make them doubt, wherefore the hand to ascertain is helpful, and seeks and finds, and doth fulfill the office which cannot be accomplished by the sight. And with the fingers of the right hand spread, I found but six the letters that had carved upon my temples he who bore the keys, upon beholding which my leader smiled. <laughs>